Hello, and welcome back to Hogwarts. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, two princesses in a muggle world, or maybe we should just rename the show Three Princesses in a Muggle World because, well, we'll get to that in a second. My name is Jenny, and I am here, as always, with my good friend and co-host. Hey, everyone. It's Amber. And we are joined once again by our triplet and good friend. Uh, what up? It's Casey crashing the party again. Woo! Okay. So, even though you're not going to be listening to this on the 1st of September, everybody, it's the 1st of September! Yeah, I got it out of my system. Okay, and here is our weekly social media plug. I'm calling it social media plug now because guess what? We have a Facebook. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, you wouldn't know this. But we now have a Facebook, guys. Woo! And Jenny has kind of taken over Facebook and has been doing most of the posts and she's been playing some awesome games asking some awesome questions as well as keeping you guys updated on our podcasts and so I have been slacking on the Instagram side of it sorry guys I'm gonna try to get better at it it'll be good so follow us on Instagram at two princesses underscore in underscore uh underscore muggle world and that is the number two spelled out and muggle world is one word you can find us on facebook by searching two princesses in a muggle world and it should pop up and it is the number two so what are we talking about today casey all right so like jenny said it is september 1st And that is a big, big day in the Harry Potter fandom. This is the day where all the witches and wizards of the world start making their way back onto Hogwarts. And while I was researching, uh, September 1st is actually also the uh, release date for uh, the Sorcerer's Stone book in the U.S. So 23 years ago today, we were blessed in the United States with Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Oh, pretty cool. So to commemorate this day, this special day, uh, we decided we're going to kind of uh, talk about what heading back to Hogwarts would be like. And since this is both a Harry Potter and a Disney podcast, we're going to pick, we picked our three, I don't know, favorites, but we picked three Disney characters that we're going to kind of imagine or... What's the word? Let's kind of think about how they would handle going to Hogwarts for the first time. So we've each got our three characters all set up, all plotted out. And that's, that's what we're going to do today. Go on that journey. Woo! Woo! I'm so excited, guys. <laughs> okay. Sorry. This is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be so much fun. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to start, if that's okay. Yes. Go for it. I did pick three characters, and we'll probably go one at a time. So my first character that I'm going to talk about is none other than Mushu. 
from Mulan. Um, so first of all, I just have to say, I love Mushu. One of these days, we're going to have a whole episode about sidekick characters, and Mushu is probably like my favorite sidekick. Um, so Olaf. Sorry. No, Mushu even chops Trump's Olaf. Um, anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> I believe that Mushu um, would probably be like dropped off by like some of the other ancestors you know like and they're kind of happy to get rid of him almost like the Dursleys were happy to get rid of Harry they're like bye oh, also we didn't say this but this is going to take place in the Golden Trio's second year so like with um, Professor Lockhart and everything anyways so the ancestors kind of drop Mushu off and they're like peace out homie like you're an embarrassment to this family anyways. That's why you don't get any big missions anymore. <laughs> um, and so that's kind of his home life. So he is very excited to go to Hogwarts and get away from that. Um, I do have to say, though, that I believe that um, Mushu would be a Slytherin just because he's, he's kind of sly and conniving and it's kind of all about him. Um, and then, um, I believe that he would make friends probably, I feel like he would make friends with Neville and that's because he would use Neville, which is really sad. But if you look at Mulan, like, you know, he was friends with Cricky just because he got like Cricky to do whatever he wanted because uh, he was a cricket. So I feel like, you know, he's very good at manipulating people. Um, but how a Slytherin and a Gryffindor became friends, especially when it's um, Neville, that's a whole other story. But I think they would have been good friends. I don't think that Mushu would have, like, been able to stand Draco or else it would have been like, yeah, he would be friends with Draco. No, I think Mushu would have, like, hated Draco. And then they would have shared, like, a dorm room because they're both in Slytherin. Well, they wouldn't because Mushu's a year younger. But sorry, now I'm picturing them sharing a dorm room. And it's hilarious. They share a common room, though. Yes. So you know, it still it still works out. They share a common room. Well, I don't know. Does, does Draco share? That that's I don't true. Know about that one. <laughs> right that as is, I was taking a drink of water, too. <laughs> that that's very true. <laughs> um. So I think his favorite class would be potions just because I feel like he would respect Snape in a way that like nobody really should respect Snape. I love Mushu, but yet I feel like I'm giving him like <laughs> all these horrible things. Um, and I think his least favorite teacher would be Professor Lockhart just because like Mushu ain't got time for your crap. And I think he would have been able to like see through Professor Lockhart right away Kind of like when you're reading Harry Potter too. Um, I think one of the teachers or something like that is like, well, yeah, he says he's done all those things, but has he really? And I feel like that's what Mushu would have done. Like, but instead of like really believing it, he would have been like, well, yeah, but I could have done that too, you know? Like, defeat a vampire, totally. I could have done that. <laughs> and yeah, he'd I just be that. a very, a very cocky guy and pretty hilarious too. I feel like him and, like, the twins and Lee Jordan would probably have, like, a prank war going on. 
and yeah, that that would be Mushu at Hogwarts. Okay, Qu- question: Are we are we going to debate these profiles at all that we're giving? We could. I don't see why not. Is that is that something um, yeah. we want to go down? No, we can do that. All right. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna debate his house. I mean, I feel like. Mushu can walk the walk, but I don't think he's a true Slytherin at heart. I think he doesn't have it in him. I think he's kind of, kind of like he'll put on this big macho front, but he's really kind of maybe like a meek little Hufflepuff in, in real life. <laughs> I can see that. Somehow I, I, I could also see that. <laughs> I, I stand on but I can see where you're coming from. I know. I just in my mind, I have that one scene where uh, Mulan first gets to the camp and stuff, and Mushu's like in um, like the shoulder pad area, and it's like, oh yeah, what you couldn't say that to my face, and then like immediately like retreats and hides. So like, I think like he would definitely put up that front, but I don't think he's like as cunning and cutthroat as as a typical Slytherin would be. I don't know. That's just, that's my debate on that. That's my little go after your profile a little bit. I can. I, I, I see where you're coming from there. I can see it both ways. So, the first one I'm going to do is none other than Anna. I love, 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 love Anna, by the way. She is my second favorite princess. And that Belle is from my Frozen, first. Right? But yes. yes, from Frozen. From Frozen, okay. Yes. And I feel like her family would be purebloods, but obviously Elsa showed her powers very young, whereas I feel like Anna probably didn't because she was overshadowed by Elsa. And, uh, and so I feel like her powers probably didn't show till just before her 11th birthday, and so like everybody probably thought she was a squid. Which, for those of you who don't know what a squib is, a squib is is somebody that is of magical descent but doesn't actually have magic, and uh, so kind of the opposite of a Muggleborn. I feel like her parents probably would have taken her and dropped her off because I feel like they would have still been alive on her eleventh birthday, and that uh, if not, then Elsa probably took her. I feel like she would fit in perfectly, like, friend-wise with, like, Luna and Neville. Like, I feel like those three would be, like, best friends. And uh, and I feel like she would be in Hufflepuff because, you know, she's kind of not all there <laughs> in a sense. Like, And then I feel like favorite class would be astronomy just because I could see her like laying there on the ground looking at the stars just in awe and loving every minute of it like <laughs> that's just something that I could see probably because the whole sky is awake so I'm awake so we have to play type thing like I just feel like she would love astronomy but I feel like teacher-wise, she'd probably get along really well with Sprout because I feel like going along the lines of Neville was really, really good with Herbology and she's really, really good friends with Neville. I feel like her favorite t- 
teacher would be Professor Sprout. And I feel like she would really hate potions and especially hate Snape because she's just so sweet and innocent and like wants to show everybody love. And then there's Snape who is like, I will crush every dream that you ever could think of. And she's just like, no, dude, that's not cool. I don't like that. Let's not. And so, like, I feel like she's a little absent-minded, a little strange, kind of like Luna, and uh, but really sweet and kind and friendly. So that's uh, what I think Anna would be like. Well, the only thing I have to dispute about that is I think, as we discussed in our Princess Sorting Houses episode, um, I think I said that Anna would be like in Gryffindor because I just think that she is very brave. And I mean, you did mention Neville, who is not the smartest or the bravest, and he was in Gryffindor. So that's just kind of where I see Anna also fitting in. It could go either way, definitely. Yeah, I think that's kind of, you know, the best part about the, the houses is they're, you're not necessarily have to be all of one thing. I feel like you can be kind of, you know, divergent in that. But I can totally see her as, you know, mainly kind of a Hufflepuff, but with like those Gryffindor tendencies. Um, the only thing I would add, like I totally would see a, not liking Snape and hating potions because of that. I also kind of feel like she wouldn't be big on defense against the dark arts just because of the dark aspect of it. Other than that, I think that's pretty spot on. I would, I was very torn between choosing potions and dark arts for her least favorite class because I, I was like, I could see her not liking dark arts because it's a little too violent for but, her. Like, <laughs> but and again, we also got to remember who the current dark arts teacher is so there's not really a whole lot of dark going on so maybe i'll that, that was I'll, I'll retract that was that the thing that I'll was retract. that that was kind of honestly the deciding factor for me when i was trying to decide between her least with which one would be her least favorite i was like i feel like snape would make potions her least favorite because like yeah lockhart yeah. doesn't really yeah there's <laughs> It, it's just a basically it's history of Lockhart that whole that whole class period so yeah yep all right my first character so my first character I chose was Peter Pan from Peter Pan um I feel like we don't know his his origin really at all we wouldn't know his blood status if he was pure or not um He's basically an orphan. I think that's the official story. He doesn't have a family. So that's kind of up in the air. Um, my head canon is he's always had powers, you know, particularly the ability to fly um, around on an invisible broom instead of I don't think I don't think any wizard can really levitate, right? Baltimore. Yeah. yeah that's true. And I'm sure Dumbledore was able to do it. If he did it, I I think he would he would just do that everywhere. Like I just I don't know. I, I feel like if if Dumbledore could actually levitate everywhere, he wouldn't ever walk another step. <laughs> I wouldn't. But um, anyway, 
So I, he's always had that particular ability to fly. Uh, I think that, you know, since he didn't really have a real family, he did have the Lost Boys. And I think they would have accompanied him onto the, the trip to the train along with Tinkerbell. Uh, I think Tinkerbell kind of would have stowed away. I don't think she would have left him there. I think she would have snuck on with them. And I, I have him in Slytherins. I feel like he's really sly and cunning and really a trickster. But I think despite his Slytherin status, he'd be really good friends with Fred and George and Peeves just because they would bond over that tricksterness. Yeah, I think the twins would look look away at the whole Slytherin aspect and and bring him into the fold, so to speak. Uh, as for his favorite class, I think kind of goes without saying, I think flying would be his favorite class because he'd be ahead of the curve, 100% showing off all that stuff. Um, I don't think he'd have a favorite teacher, though, um, because, you know, the character of Peter Pan's kind of pretty anti-adult. You know, it's very much adults are gross, we don't want to ever grow up type of deal. So I don't think he would at least ever admit to having a favorite. Maybe he'd tolerate Professor um, Hooch, the flying teacher, but I, I don't think he'd straight out have a favorite. Um, his least favorite, though, I think would be Snape, because I don't, even if, even though he's in Slytherin's house, I don't think Snape would put up with his, his, um, Personality. Shenanigans. <laughs> shenanigans, there's the word. Yeah, I don't think he put up with the shenanigans very well. Um, least favorite class, I'd say probably history of magic. I kind of had a hard time. I wanted to say like all the other classes would be his least favorite because again, he's very much that child mentality type of thing. But I think history of magic, the history part in particular, would I think really just bore him to tears. Well, that, and we know that Professor Binns bores everybody to tears. Right. So, like, I feel like that just really solidifies his, would solidify his dislike for history of magic. Yeah, like, I also could see him, like, as soon as he found out that he had magical powers and he was going to Hogwarts, like, getting it in his mind of trying to figure out how to live forever. Kind of like a Voldemort thing, but I don't think he would go that dark. But just because he never wants to grow up. That's a good point. I think he'd probably be real mad when the first day at Hogwarts and he finds out that there was a Sorcerer's Stone that would have accomplished that and then Dumbledore destroyed it. Maybe Dumbledore would be his least favorite after that. (laughs) So I, just because of the fact that you put him in Slytherin, I... I'm not 100% sure that that's the house I would put him in, but because of that, I'd almost actually say his friends would probably actually be Draco and and um, Crab and Goyle over the twins. But I, I considered that, but I feel like, you know, because Peter Pan is completely the opposite of you know, the dark and serious brooding that Draco and the gang is. That was the only reason, but I think he really does fit into that cunning type of thing. Like, his his jokes, quote-unquote jokes, can get pretty dark. You know what I mean? He, he fed Captain Hook's hand to an alligator or a crocodile. Yeah. So I think that and would throw him into that Slytherin category. Also going off on a little 
side tangent here. I could see maybe like Peter Pan, Peter Pan being that way, but like if we're going to throw in Once Upon a Time, mm. Peter Pan into the mix, we're not. I think do that. that. <laughs> but, I, been that. I feel like that's like that where my Peter mind Pan, was going though too. I think that Peter Pan would more be Draco and Crab and Goyle's friend over the twins. I could see maybe like normal Peter Pan. Yeah, being we're friends going with off the, the twins, Disney but version. we're going off the Disney version here. I'm just saying, yeah. once upon I a time is Disney. Oh, but okay. I, I mean, it was made by ABC, which is owned by Disney. So yes, she is not wrong. Okay. Yeah. Well, still, it, it is Disney, but it's adult so. Disney. It doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> we're adults. Okay. Moving on, my next two characters. Yes, that was a great segue for me. My next two characters. One character. I know. I'm just saying that my next two characters are actually half-bloods. That's all I'm saying. I'm only going to talk about the first one first, and then everybody can probably guess about the second one. My first one is Maui, which I guess he's technically just all, like, muggle, and then he was raised by wizards, if we're going to go with that terminology. Because, like, he was made into a demigod, but he wasn't born a demigod. So, yeah, that's an interesting take, though. We're going to go with that, that he was, like, muggle-born, but then, like, his parents died and he was raised by witches and wizards. I suddenly want to write that fan fiction. I I have a question. I have a question. Yes. What, What movie is this character from? Maui is from Moana. Okay. Yeah, Maui Come is. Come on, the... Casey. I haven't seen that either. How have you not seen? <sighs> I'm I'm really not surprised, actually. <laughs> Part of me is not either, but but still, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. We love you, anyways. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, he would he would have been raised by witches and wizards. And now that I've said that, I've like kind of gotten it into my head, you know, like those movies that you see where like one creature or human or whatever we want to call it, like is raised by something and just believes like like Tarzan, you know, he's like raised by the gorillas and then he believes he's a gorilla. So I almost feel like Maui like almost willed himself to have powers. I know that's not possible, guys. But it's also Maui. I feel like he could do that. Um, I need anyways. to stop drinking water while we're having podcasts. He was choking. Um, so I believe that like his wizarding family that raised him really loved him. And so, yeah, they took him to the Hogwarts Express. Um. I do believe that he would be sorted into Slytherin. I feel like he would probably make friends with like the older Slytherins, like the ones that we don't really know well, because like all we really know about the older Slytherins are like the ones on the Quidditch team, which I feel like Maui wouldn't really care about people on the Quidditch team because they're all like, I'm all that. And Maui would be like, but I know I'm all that. 
<laughs> but yeah, I feel like he would be like one of those guys where he's like, I'm too mature to hang out with you. And everybody else is like, but you're our age, idiot. Um, so that's kind of where I see him at. Um, I also think that his favorite class would be Transfiguration or Care of Magical Creatures. Since, you know, he has his hook and he can change. And since this is more of like the magical community rather than him being like a demigod, um, I feel like that's how he would want to like change, you know, like maybe become an animagus or something like that. Um, and I think his favorite professor just off the top of my head would be Dumbledore. And I think that's just because he would like, find Dumbledore very curious and like want to learn a lot about him and like also use him if he could because <laughs> Dumbledore is like such a higher up wizard and stuff um and then I think his least favorite teacher I'm probably just gonna say Professor Lockhart for all of them just kidding I'll try not to but I do think, like, because he is Maui and he is kind of full of himself, he doesn't have time for a teacher who is full of himself. And he would probably also see straight through Lockhart because he's full of himself and Lockhart's full of himself. And so he'd be like, I see what you're doing because I do it too. And, yeah, that that would be Maui. <laughs> he would also be, like, very buff. Like, he'd be that guy that instead of, like, playing – Quidditch, he'd be like out by the lake like doing push-ups or whatever like later on in his Hogwarts career he'd be doing it to like get all the ladies you know would he be like Victor crumming it just around the lake yes 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 in the middle of winter in the middle of <laughs> yes <laughs> yes I could just see this right now Oh my god. I think like when the Trailrizer tournament comes up, he like tries to become friends with Victor Crumb, but then it ends up being like an ego, you know, like competition. <laughs> Where he's like, he's like, I think you're cool. And then he's like, wait, no, I'm too good for you. And Victor Crumb's like, I'm sorry, but I'm too good for you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Some of this imagery. I, I need some of these fanfics. Okay. my turn yes unless yeah. you have anything to say against my maui thoughts well no. since i haven't seen the movie i can't i can't go against anything you said so accept it okay so Belle is my next character and she is my favorite princess i think Belle would be a half-blood and that I think her dad would have been a wizard and her mom a muggle. And that's mostly because we don't know a whole lot about her mom. So I kind of went with that. And since her dad like is into inventions and stuff, I feel like he he's like a wizard inventor type thing and invents different things and tinkers with different stuff. Kind of kind of got like Arthur Weasley vibes from Funny, I'm when I was like Luna love good vibes yeah that too like those kind of vibes like those two combined morphed into one Arthur and 
Luna's dad and that morph them into one and you'd get Belle's dad is kind of how I pictured him. Crazy old Maurice. Yes. <laughs> um, and so like I kind of feel like Belle's magical powers were probably discovered while trying to because she would watch her dad do the inventions and she'd try to help him with the inventions and so she kind of came to her magical powers through that. I feel like her dad would have taken her to the train and not without a shadow of a doubt her dad would have been like yeah let's go and like so supportive of her. I think that she would have been really good friends with like Cho but I and I'm torn on this one I said she'd be friends with Hermione but part of me also feels like maybe they wouldn't be friends and that or maybe they'd be more like frenemies type thing because Hermione is a very competitive person she wants to be the top of the class and that and I feel like Belle would want to be the same and so I feel like they'd either be frenemies and be like helping her but also like trying to be better than the other one or they would just hate each other it also doesn't help that they look exactly alike (laughs) I was just thinking that (laughs) yeah I feel like Belle would also be in Ravenclaw which would help with the whole being friends with Cho Mm -hmm. and that and I think her favorite class would be charms. And I think she'd just adore Flitwick. Like, she'd love that class and be all for Flitwick. I, I don't know why, just for some reason. I kind, of, I kind of feel like maybe he would remind her distantly of her father. Maybe. I don't, like, I don't know why I feel that, but I just feel that. Yeah, I, I, I was sitting there going... Hmm, I think she'd really like Charms and Flitwick. Like, I don't know why, but that's what came to my mind when I first was thinking only, about this. I'm only thinking of Flitwick from the first movie. Before yes. they refined him and made him, like, normal. First movie, yes. Flitwick, I feel like a dead ringer for Maurice. Yeah. And then I feel like her least favorite class would actually be Potions. And I originally said that her least favorite teacher would be Professor Lockhart and that, but then I was thinking about it and kind of going, maybe he would be like her favorite or second favorite, just because if you think about it, even though Hermione was like one of the like top of her class, like smartest person, she totally was into Lockhart and totally thought Lockhart was like this awesome teacher and so amazing and like was just entranced by him and so like part of me is like would bell also fall for that or would bell be smarter and not like him and i'm not sure i'm very torn on that aspect because oftentimes i put bell and hermione in a lot of the same categories and so i don't know hmm I feel like Lockhart gives off strong Gaston vibes and she would not be down for it. Like maybe like the <laughs> first day she'd be like, oh, okay, hey, not too bad. And then he'd open his mouth and then she'd be like, nope, instant hate. 
But I, I feel like that. she would like his books because Belle likes reading and she's kind of like Hermione. She'll read everything in sight. So I feel like she would like his books. It'd be one of those things where like, oh yeah, that actor is, that actor is good looking. And then like, apparently when you meet them in person, you're just like, okay, you need to shut up now. That I can see. Yeah. Because his books are not his books. So yeah. I can see. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I can see this. I, the minute you said he gives off Gaston vibes, I was like, yes. Yes, he does. Like, he like, totally does. And so you know, I... You know yeah. he's pestering her every day. She finally gets away, gets to Hogwarts away from Gaston, because in my mind, Gaston is not a wizard. And then, boom. Lockhart. Grown-up Gaston. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally could see that. So, yeah, I'm sticking with her least favorite teacher was Professor Lockhart. Guys, I'm sticking so many with that. that need to be written. <laughs> we are giving out million dollars ideas here. Listeners, follow through. Write them up. Send them in. Yeah. If you, seriously, guys, if you guys write fan fictions based off of some of the stuff we've discussed in here, we will read it on this podcast and praise you. Unless your writing is just really crappy. We talked fan fiction last week. We'll do a part two. <laughs> we will. We we can do so many parts of fan fiction. Just let's just throw that out there. There will probably be more fan fiction talked about in the future. Just so uh, try not to go total fan fiction right now, even though we kind of are. But I mean, that's essentially that's what all these are. These are just our own head canons for fan fiction. Yes. Yeah, so, Casey, okay. who's your second? All right. So, my second is Ursula from Little Mermaid. And um, we don't, again, this is another character we don't really know the backstory of. Um, so, I feel like maybe she's an orphan. I know she mentioned, you know, at one point she used to live in the castle or in the palace, um, but not in what capacity, no reason why. So, I feel like she's an orphan, but I still feel like she'd be a pureblood so because she's an orphan she'd probably be heading to the train alone but I think she'd be okay with that I think she's pretty self-sufficient um I don't think she would have had a lot of powers showing themselves but I feel like she would have been like super amazing at potions from a really young age uh so I I didn't realize I was on this trend until I was fleshing out my ideas, but I think she'd also be a Slytherin, and that's going to pop up again, uh, but I think she's a total Slytherin. I think she would be quote-unquote friends with Pansy Parkinson and the other girls, and I say quote-unquote friends, but I feel like none of those girls can be like true friends to each other. I feel like the minute you do something wrong, you know, they're going to go after you for it. They'll stab you in the back. But I feel like while they're in each other's good graces, they'll be friendly and nice to each other. But I think they're all pretty cutthroat. Um, I think, you know, potions would be one of our top classes of, again, be real good at it. Um, that or defense against the dark arts. But more more about the dark arts and not defending it, more like, how can I do those dark arts? And I think because of that, she would absolutely love Snape. And this one might be a little 
controversial or weird, but I also think she'd really love Lockhart uh, because I think she could really easily manipulate him and get him to do whatever she wanted. And I think she'd be down for that. Not because she likes him as a person, but because she could maybe make him do stuff for her. Um, least favorite class, I think, would be flying, just because I think it'd be really hard to fly with, you know, eight stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's just like a physical type of thing. Um, and least favorite teacher, McGonagall. So I feel like McGonagall would not put up with any of her attitudes, would let her get away with absolutely zero. And I think it would just be a constant, like, McGonagall on her case all year long. I, yeah. So, um, I've been slowly re-listening to Harry Potter, too. My brain's just been going all over the place. So I've been listening to that and amongst other things. And in Harry Potter, too, they talk about, of course, how the Chamber of Secrets is being reopened and people are being petrified. And um, they even mention that some students are, like, selling artifacts or whatever to protect you from being petrified i feel like ursula would be one of those students oh she'd yes. be like the first one she'd oh, open yeah. the shop that the first day there was even a whisper of the chamber yeah i could also see her like when she's older um kind of getting some of the younger students to like agree to stuff like i don't know doing her homework or whatever and then she'd pull the whole, like, magical contract thing that she uses on Ariel. She'd be like, okay, now remember you said this. Please sign on the dotted line. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I think I probably, you know what? I think she wouldn't finish Hogwarts. I feel like she'd get expelled before that with all the stuff she would do. Good However, chance. if she did make it to the seventh book, like time, I think her and like all the Death Eaters that come and take over the castle would be like best friends. Probably, but like I feel like, the, I feel like she wouldn't be a Voldemort supporter because I feel like she would want to be queen. Yeah, I oh, I think she would struggle with the whole letting Voldemort have control. Because I feel like she wants to have control. She might yeah. like infiltrate to destroy him from the inside. Maybe like start stealing the Death Eaters to her side. But I don't think she would ever pledge her allegiance to Voldemort. You know, let alone a man in general. I think she's very much self-confident woman. Don't need no one else. <laughs> Harry Potter, the next generation. Ursula takes over after Voldemort dies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then Harry's There's another like, fanfic, nope. guys. <laughs> There's another fanfic for you. <laughs> okay. Now let's talk about my second half blood. We're talking about Hercules. Although if we're going by the Disney adaption, he's just pure god. I mean, <laughs> His mother is Hera, and his father is Zeus. That's not a half anything. Um, but, I mean, just in Legends itself, it's a half um, blood. But because we are going by Disney adaption, um, he would be a pure blood. Um, I mean, as you see in the movie, he started getting his powers, like, when he was a baby. Like, how he, um, like had all that strength and was like pretty much using pain and panic as like drumsticks 
I mean, <laughs> there's just something there. Um, so I do think, well, I don't think that Zeus and Hera would have like taken him to the Hogwarts um, Express. I feel like they would have servants for that. Can I uh, make a small correction? Uh-huh. It's Hera's not his mother. Isn't she in the movie? Oh, in the movie? Yeah. In, yeah, in the Disney movie. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, I, it's been a long time. In history, she's not. So that's yeah. Not. Okay. Because in history, he's a half-blood. Okay. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so I think that Zeus and Hera, Hera would um, have like servants take him to the Hogwarts Express. And I don't really mean like house elves because we don't really see or hear from house elves until like, well, the second movie, <laughs> actually the second book with Dobby. But I mean, like you never like hear about like house elves taking like kids to the train. So I don't know, maybe like a relative or something. Cause I mean, like, even if they weren't really like gods or whatever, I still feel like they would have like a lot of money, be very, very rich, and just kind of be like, I don't got time to take you to the express. Um, Is that Lucius Malfoy? <laughs> yes. Although I think Lucius did take Mal take Draco, but uh, I don't know. I don't know um, I yeah. think his mom, I think, I can't remember her name. She would totally be doing that, but I don't think, I think Lucy would be like, eh, you're old enough, it's fine. <laughs> you can get there on your own, kid. Um, I do think that Hercules would be friends, actually, with the Golden Trio. Also, I think that if he was friends with the Golden Trio, like, they would have solved so many of their problems so much faster. I feel like he would, like, kind of talk back to Harry, like, whenever Harry was, like, getting a holier-than-thou personality complex, he'd be like, really? Girl, if anyone was in charge, they'd get stuff done faster. Anyone by Harry. <laughs> it's so true. But I could see, like, Harry being like, I have to do this on my own, and Hercules would be like, but do you, though? Because I can jump down this trap door. I mean, that's the first book. But I can drop it, like, jump down this trapdoor and fix, like, break all those curses and spells and get you the Sorcerer's Stone lickety-split. And yes, I just said lickety-split. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he would also be in Gryffindor, which um, I just feel like it makes sense. He's a very brave young man. Um, I feel like his favorite teacher would be Hagrid because... I feel like he would feel like a kinship to Hagrid just because like, you know, Hagrid's half giant. And so that makes him strong. And then like Hercules is strong. And I don't know. I feel like somehow they would just get along. I can just picture like Hercules going down like during his free time and being like, dude, you got an egg again from the first book, but I'm sorry, <laughs> dude, you got a dragon egg. That's so cool. You know, like for some reason Hercules just became a, surfer dude in my head <laughs> um and I think his least favorite class would be defense against the dark arts not just because Lockhart's teaching it but because I feel like he probably would have like faced a lot of defense against the dark arts stuff already up until that point like even at the age of 11 so he'd be like mm, been there done that 
Um, and I think his latest favorite teacher would be Professor Snape. Just because. Why not? I feel like that's Harry's reason for hating Snape. Harry, why do you hate Snape? Just because I do. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that would be um, Hercules. Okay, so my last character is Flynn Rider. Woo! Because I love that man. Um, feel Damn. like he would be. Feel like he would be Muggleborn, and that, and he's an orphan. So I feel like he would have gone by himself to the train, just because I feel like he was very. He's a very like independent person, and that, and so I feel like he would have just done it. And I feel like he was a thief and prankster before he would have gone to Hogwarts and that he kind of figured out that he could get away with stuff. Kind of like with how like Harry would be like stuff would happen and he'd be like, wait, I don't know how I did this. And that like when Dudley was chasing him and he ended up on the school roof, like I feel like Flynn would have kind of figured his powers out through different things like that. Although I feel like he would not have been as like dumb about it as Harry was, like for lack of a better way of putting it, like he would have been like, "Whoa, dude, I can do cool stuff. I'm gonna keep doing cool stuff, and that, and try and figure out how to like harness this cool stuff into my prankster thievingness," and that. I feel like he would have been in Gryffindor and that and I feel like he either would have been really really good friends with the Weasley twins or like mortal enemies like there's no in between there <laughs> like I feel like they would be either the best of friends or they would just not get along at all um, I feel like Defense Against the Dark Arts would be his favorite class don't ask me why. That's just the class that popped into my head for him. And that, but I feel like his favorite teacher would have actually been McGonagall. And again, don't ask me why. That's just what popped into my head. And then his least favorite class would have been potions, along with his least favorite teacher would have been Snape. And that, because I just feel like him and Snape would just knock it along. Because I get very, like, Harry Potter vibes from Flynn Rider in a sense and just because Harry and Snape don't get along I feel like Flynn and Snape would not get along at all I agree I yep. the whole McGonagall thing I kind of uh, this just popped in my head I'm getting like very serious black vibes from Flynn Rider and I feel like since he's an orphan, he'd be really craving, you know, that parental guidance. And I feel like McGonagall would really kind of step up and be kind of that maternal figure for him and kind of guide him and stuff. Maybe I could see like, that. Yeah. Yeah, I think McGonagall is more like maternal than people give her credit for. Um, Most definitely. Like, we've all seen that meme where, in fact... Amber, you sent this to me and Casey earlier this week where it's like as soon as she found out that Harry was having kids and that they were coming to Hogwarts, she was like going to quit or whatever. I don't see that. I think she'd be like, yeah, more people for me to love. 
<laughs> well, no, I I said that because what if like Harry had named his kids after James, Sirius, and Remus? Like he had had three boys and he named three triplets and he named that and said <laughs> and they were going to Hogwarts. Like McGonagall would have been like, "Oh crap, here we go again, crap." Well, I mean, those names would be better than the name he did name his son. Yeah, I was yes. going to say, oh, you mean the names he should have used? Yes. I'm just saying that it was a crime against humanity that he didn't name his son Rubius. This is true. Or now his daughter. It's a crime. So many Rubies. names. Yeah, so, so many, many names. names. Anyway. That's for a different... different <laughs> Those were different podcasts, but yeah, Podcast no. Where we, where we just tear apart all those severs. Yeah. Okay, Casey, it's all okay. you. Knock them dead. All right. So my last character, I chose Cusco from Emperor's New Groove. Cusco. Uh, I feel given, you know, the royal bloodline, I think he'd be a pure blood. Um, he, I think he is an orphan. Um, I've only seen, you know, Emperor's New Groove. I know there was a TV show after, so I don't know if they covered that or not. Um, but the wiki page says that Yzma poisoned his parents when he was a kid. So he's an orphan. Um, I can see it. <laughs> I'm surprised so, that she didn't poison him back then. I don't know, I guess she had some some kind of soul. She wasn't going to poison a toddler, but... Uh, I, I feel like even though she was the way she was, uh, I think she still would have taken Cusco to the train along with previous model Kronk. I don't know what his name would have been, but previous model Kronk. Uh, I like that oh, because like Cusco says in the movie, like, this is Kronk or something like this. Yeah, like, the newest, newest model, model of whatever. So I feel like they'd still drop him off, not out of, like, love or anything, but, like, maybe he'd fall in front of the train and then he'd like to go, like, oh, no, I guess it's me now. But I think they'd still, like, score him. Um, I feel yeah, like I'm- she would take him. I feel like she would take him to the train just because she's like, hey, I'm dropping him off here for a whole school year. I get to rule. Ooh, that's also, point. can we talk about the fact that like nothing good ever happens at Hogwarts and it's a miracle that parents are still sending their kids there? So she probably would have heard all that stuff and been like, there's a very good chance this boy is not going to live. Oh, very good points. Yeah, Harry Potter's there. Probably not a safe place. Let's let's send him and then my hands are clean. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, okay. So I was kind of conflicted about his house. Um, I put him in Slytherin, but I feel like he'd have hardcore Hufflepuff tendencies. And the reason I did that is because right at the start, you know, the start of that movie, he's just awful. He's like Slytherin through, through. but like after that journey, then I think he's more of a more kind hearted, but still selfish. So I I have him in Slytherin, but very Hufflepuff at times. And because of that, I feel like um, he'd be friends with Luna Lovegood or she'd be friends with him. I think she would kind of see that goodness that there is in there and try to bring that out. Is you know, Luna doesn't 
hold anything against anyone. She tries to find the goodness in everything. And I feel like she'd really kind of buddy up with him and he'd maybe like make fun of her for it, but he'd allow it. He'd secretly, you know, like that he has a friend. I don't think he'd get along with anyone in Slytherin. I don't think he'd get along with Draco um, or his goons or any of the girls. I, I think he'd be really an outcast in that house. So I, think, I feel like Luna would would be be kind to him. I can see um, that. I could kind of see Luna, Luna being like that one character or whatever who's like um, you see in TV shows or whatever where it's like, what are you doing here? Like, go away. I don't want you. And then like towards the end of like the series they're like you're my best friend yeah Yeah. plus i feel like every slytherin has a good hufflepuff friend like that they protect and stuff so i feel like (laughs) (laughs) we've already established this through the tiktok videos that we've been watching lately (laughs) i feel like that's been like a headcanon forever like hufflepuff is like the precious golden child of slytherin i don't know but so I feel like that would be a good friendship for them. Um, for favorite class, I don't know why. I don't know why. I felt like none of the other classes really fit, but I feel like like charms or um, herbology because I feel like he'd kind of connect with, I don't know, the lightheartedness of it. I feel like herbology would come in great handy in the next couple of years and he's drawn to it. <laughs> um I feel like least favorite class would be potion solely because of Snape. Again, I don't think he would meld with anyone in Slytherin. And I think Snape would be really upset that someone like Cusco's in his house and he'd probably take it out on him just like he takes things out on Harry. So I think he'd automatically hate that class. Um, you know, plus, again, the whole couple years from now, he's going to be turned into a llama. He's going to have trauma from that. Um <laughs> Uh, favorite teacher I put for Lockhart because I feel like they're kind of two peas in a pod. They're both very full of themselves and kind of kind of a little, I don't know, dim-witted. And I feel like they'd get along. I don't think it'd be like a competition thing or an ego thing. I think they would just kind of meld pretty, pretty nicely, just sit there and maybe like swap stories of, of themselves. Like, I did this. Oh, really? Well, cool. I did this. You know, things like that. Um, But overall, I think he'd be really selfish, but also caring at the same time in the right circumstances. That's what I have for Cusco. I like it. So, everybody, that is our full list of Disney, well, I mean, obviously, we could go on and on about Disney characters and where we think how we think they would um, do at Hogwarts. But please let us know what you guys think. Um, Hold on, also, I, have an, I have an important question. Okay. Okay. So we created our own trio here, right? Do we think our trio would get along with the Golden Trio? Well, first of all, I don't think my trio would get along with each other. <laughs> well, let's say that they do. <laughs> I mean, no one would think that I think, I don't think many people would think people like Ron, Harry, and Hermione would get along, but they do. They work somehow. So pretend yours work somehow. I could actually see my three being friends. I could see Annabelle and Flynn being 
being a trio and that. And I, I do feel like they have the potential of being good friends with the golden trio and that like, but kind of like with what I said with Belle in general, I feel like they would either be really, really good friends or they would be like frenemies and that where they would help each other out, out, but they'd also be like trying to be better than the golden trio. And so that's kind of how I see it. Um, I can see them being friends. So as a whole, I could see my trio not being friends with them. But I could see, like, you know, Hercules is in Gryffindor, so I could see him, like, you know, chatting with them and kind of having conversations with them, you know, kind of like a Dean and Seamus type thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like Maui and Mushu, and if they were all friends, Hercules, too, would probably just avoid the Golden Trio. It would be, I saw this, I think, on Pinterest a while back, about like this unknown character who just gets really ticked off with Harry because he just messes everything up every single year. Um, and I kind of feel that's what my trio would be like. Like, seriously, something's happening again and those three are involved. It's the whole McGonagall thing. How come it's always you three? <laughs> that's true. You got some big personalities in your trio. I do. Uh, as for mine, I feel like mine would get along mostly. Cusco's kind of wild card, but I feel like they'd get along. I don't know if they'd be, you know, best friends with the Golden Trio, but I think um, if thrown together, I think they could work really well. You know, if you know Voldemort's attacking the school, oh, we got to go down to the dungeons, or oh, final battle. I think they'd work well together. I think they'd play off each other's strengths, but I don't think if it's just like a typical day, I don't think they'd. You know, like, let's all sit at the lunch table and chat type of friends. I don't think Ursula would get along with them, honestly. <laughs> I think it'd be a struggle for her. But again, if it came to it, like, if it's, like, a deep, like, battle, I think she'd work with them to take down Voldemort. Maybe to take the crown for herself afterwards, but I think she'd <laughs> yeah. do whatever it takes to kind of get him out of the picture. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah, let you let us know what you guys think. Um, if we're right, if we're wrong, if we talk too long. <laughs> um, just let us know in general and um, even give us like some thoughts that you guys have had maybe about other Disney characters and where they would be placed and how they would react to Hogwarts or I mean, heck, if you were sent to Hogwarts, what house would you be in and who would you be friends with and how would you react to Professor Lockhart? I mean, all good questions. Yeah. Who's your least favorite teacher and why is it Snape? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Who's your no. least favorite teacher and why is it Umbridge? Yes. True, but we're second year. That's not a, that's not a bother right now. <laughs> true. This is true. but yes please follow us on facebook and instagram on facebook i am almost done posting all of the podcasts that we've had 
up until now so you can go and pick whichever one it was that you listened to and give us comments on it um and also tell us what you guys would like to hear in future podcasts i'm sure that casey will be coming on very periodically so um keep that in mind as well and do you two have anything else to add before we say peace out no have a magical week everybody good y'all next time bye guys Bye. bye have a great week at hogwarts